Wicked, 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 It's more fun to live on the edge. See what happens if we lose battery. One, two, three. Hey guys, welcome back to Can I Steal You for a Second? It's me, Ashley. I'm back uh, from Miami, the Super Bowl. Welcome back. Happy to be back with Dustin Kendrick and Shay Corrigan, who absolutely crushed it for me while I was down in Miami. And now you can't get rid of me. And we don't want to get rid of her. So she's sticking (laughs) around for the podcast. Uh, We have a lot to talk about this episode. We have a lot to talk about. I feel like I need to get back into Shake Off the Bachelor Rust. But Um, first, I think we need to talk about Bachelor in Miami. Because there's a little bit of Bachelor (laughs) Miami crossover, Super Bowl crossover. So um, I panicked. Um, I was at NFL Honors, which is where they announced like the MVP, all those fun, fun awards that they give out. And there's a red carpet leading up to it. And I was working and I'm trying to like, you know, catch all the athletes that are coming through. And by this point, it's Saturday. You've been there for almost a week. You're hot. It's raining. You're tired. And I felt like I was hallucinating. I'm like, that's Tyler C. I like, oh my God, that's him. And then right behind him is Clay. And they're awkwardly walking on the carpet. And I doubted myself because no one was paying attention to them because everyone was expecting like <laughs> these athletes to come through. And when I think of them, like everyone is, can I get a picture? Oh my God, it's them. And um, they were with a couple other guys and I kind of just let them walk and I didn't say hi. You dropped the ball. I, I think I did. You yeah. dropped the ball. I just... I, I wasn't prepared to ask bachelor questions and could ask football questions too. They both actually Clay played in the NFL for ten years. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I dropped the ball. Tyler so there's a huge bit of context here that I feel like our listeners need, which is that you've met them both before. You have met them both. <laughs> okay, but that's what's weird is like I met them like in passing. So, but of course I know who they are. But would they remember you inter- me? Interviewed them. Kind of. I don't so, know. Context for our listeners. <laughs> Last fall was it? And Dustin, yeah. perhaps you can tell the story a little bit better since you were more, you know, directly involved. But. Basically, Fanside had hosted a basketball tournament that involved mm-hmm. Clay, Tyler, Dustin, and Mateo. That <laughs> Ashley was there, like on the ground for doing all our social media, like making it happen and interviewing them. <laughs> and she drops the ball when she sees. Okay, but like, how many again? interviews have they done? I was so, like, I didn't want to be like, "Hey, Tyler," and he was like, "Okay, what if you kept walking?" No one was. How many people them? brought them to like a Chicago public gym and? Made them play one-on-one basketball and then had Carm in a rough suit. I am disappointed. I know. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I should have talked to them. Um, I panicked. It wasn't my finest moment. No, it's cool, though. I'm actually going to talk shit to them and say, like, I heard no one interviewed you guys. Perhaps as they made their way down the carpet. So they might be having a big head right now. I I just got to bring them back Bring them down a little bit. Oh, I will. Okay, just don't use my name or say that I dropped the ball. I got to bring you up a little bit. Yeah, like, okay, maybe. That's fine. You dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I know. It was like one of those moments too where I was like, they're big names. Like people love them. They have fans. I should have I should have done it. I get it. I get it. I dropped the ball. Um, but it was cool to see them down in Miami. Um, where was your invite? I'm upset about this. <laughs> like I literally brought these two together mm-hmm. and they just hit it off and become best friends and start hanging out without me. What's up with that? Do we need to like talk about this a little that bit? It hurts a little different. It just... I don't know. I don't know. What do we think would happen from a like platonic bachelor that it was all about like friends, introducing friends who become better friends and then you get left behind? Oh my goodness. That's nasty. There's like friend like breakups I think hurt almost more. Yeah, I would say than romantic breakups. At least in my life, like being ghosted by certain friends have definitely been more painful. It's hard to bounce back where you're like, did I get them? ghosted by my friends? I don't know if you got full ghosted. Okay, no, 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 I escalated that. That's That wasn't about that's you. Like that's like the next I think I got spring. ghosted. I think I got ghosted. Maybe. I, I don't know. It sounds like you need to figure that out. <laughs> got me they went to Miami without you though. Oh my God. I know if you were on the carpet, maybe I would have said hi. Pete was down there too. would have said hi. I didn't see Pete, but. Pete was down there with his brother. That's so fun. Yeah. So that's like. here in good old Chicago with no sunshine. Literally no sunshine. There was a heat wave though, right? On Sunday or something. It was 50 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, that is tropical. Anyway, so point of the story I saw Tyler C., I saw Clay drop the ball. We get it. Let's move forward with this episode. What do we Mm. say to that? Let's. I feel like there were some other balls dropped this episode and people that were ghosted and things that, you know, themes that we can build on here. Relevancy. Let's get it going, Shay. What do you got for what's first on your list here? Brunch, as it always <laughs> is. 
I don't actually know if it was brunch, but it read like brunch to me. Um, a bunch of the women are at a patio meal in uh, Santiago. Sure. Yes. Uh, mm, sounds good. And they were there mingling and chatting. And full disclosure, we were a little behind the eight ball on like, you know, paying attention to the episode. So <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell you exactly what they talked about, but that's what watching the episode's for. We will tell you, though, that Peter showed up to grab Hannah Ann for a one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. And off they went. Sorry, I was thirsty. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Yeah, so they're Thank on this. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> you can hear me gulping over here. Uh, yeah, so they go on this one-on-one date, and I like Hannah Ann, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have any qualms with her. Yeah. I was kind of excited to see them uh, have some time together. One, yeah. yeah. It's the first one-on-one date, too. First one-on-one. They've had, like, a strong bond yeah. from the get-go, and now they have time together, and it... When you think of Hannah Ann, though, like, what are some words that come to mind? Like, young, sweet. sweet. She's young. She's sweet. She does seem like a sweetheart. Um, fun. She is fun. She's got a strong personality. Mm-hmm. She's very confident. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have anything negative besides she's just a little young, but that's it. And so, again, right, we have nothing negative to say about Hannah Ann. And I feel like Pete came out, like, grilling her. Oh, about yeah. not being in yeah. love? Yeah. He was channeling and... I don't know, like his inner Barbara Walters, maybe, <laughs> or just someone, maybe like Ronan Farrow that has different connotations. But he was like looking for answers, and he came prepared, and he for had sure. his questions, and he wanted to know what was up. For sure, and I see, I get where he's coming from because he wants to find a wife, and he's thinking in his head, "How can you be in love with me if you never even experienced love before or move forward?" Mm-hmm. But also in her defense, I get where she's like, she had a mature response, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in a long-term relationship, but it wasn't love. It's like they had feelings, but mm-hmm. I was young and I wasn't in love. So I don't know. I thought it was weird that he asked her, but then you have like Alea, who all the girls are saying is there for the wrong reasons, is a constant pot stir, a constant source of drama. He's never having those conversations with her. He brings her back. Poor Hannah Ann sits down. He's like, mm, you're kind of young. Like, have you ever even been in love? She's like, no, I haven't. And I felt kind of bad for the, like, she's a kid. I felt bad for the kid. Yeah. And I think a fun question for us to dive into was... Is this fun? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's not fun. (laughs) A miserable question for us to dive into, an exposing question. If you were 23 and on a date with someone and they asked you if you had ever been in love the way Peter did, what would you say? I think you're just just open and honest about it. But what would would you open and honest... Yeah, what would your (laughs) open and honest answer be? It's a safe space. If it was safe me, podcast. I would tell the truth. Like I had a high school sweetheart, and we were together for from start to finish, like five years. So wow. I would say that yeah, I have been. So your situation is actually like like incredibly similar to Hannah Ann's. Yeah, because she's twenty two, and she said three and a half years. Yeah. So I, I guess you so. were longer and. Yeah. When in high school did you start dating? I was a freshman in high school. Ah! I listen. Oh my god! No, don't say she was like a senior. She was a senior. No. It happens, fellas. It happens. What? So wait, this girl's 18 years old. You're 14, right? In high school, like give or take. Was she French? Because that oh, excuse me, 15. (laughs) She's 18. So you think you're just like hot shit dating? (laughs) Man, I'm walking in the hallway, (laughs) just head this big. Did she go away to college? She did, and we stayed together. Did she cheat on you? Hope not. Batch at fanside.com if you would like to tell us. Yeah, <laughs> if anyone has answers, let me know. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not over that. Not over so that? you were the youngin'. So you That's feel for tough, Hannah though. Ann. To do yeah. four year or three years long distance? No, it wasn't necessarily necessarily or, long distance. We were one town over. Okay. Um, she went real far to school. <laughs> I know. Well she yeah, when she went to the school where she grew up at. So Okay. I mean, SIU Carbonell. I don't know if you no. know. <laughs> Southern Illinois uh, by Kentucky. But yeah, she didn't go very far. Okay. And we stayed together for five years and she was, yeah, throughout my whole high school career. Were you in love? It was puppy love. Like okay. then I would tell you, yeah, I was in love. Okay. Now looking back on it, I was a baby. When did you realize that it wasn't love? Was there a moment or like a relationship? Or when did you realize that it wasn't marriage love? Peter love. Peter love. Peter love. Let's call it Peter love. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Peter love. Um, I don't know. I think when I was like 
graduating college, I mean high school, I was just like, I don't know if she's the right one for me, so wow. I don't, I feel so young and I need to explore and see what's out mm -hmm. there. So you were like, you college. guys love this story I right now. You guys are fascinating. I just like cannot fathom like, again, like I love that you had this like long loving relationship, but I personally cannot fathom being like a senior in high school, 18 years old and like dating the freshman that came through those doors like i am hey. fascinated what 15 year old you the energy you must have been putting you, you out you should have seen me girl you, <laughs> you should have seen me did 15 year old dustin peak was it all downhill after dating the senior Brutal. girl <laughs> oh man wow oh. okay i think it's because i played I was a freshman playing varsity basketball. Oh, okay, had, there it comes out. I had a out. little bit of facial How hair. How tall were you as a freshman? I was probably close to the same height. That was probably 6'1". Six six what? Two. Okay, that's big time. Six two, that's six big time. Now. Oh, watch out. 6'2 or 6'3. <laughs> Depends who's asking. It's definitely 6'3. Depends on the shoes. <laughs> Anyways, Damn. back to... Uh, okay, well, no, I think it's something that resonates with a lot of people is sure. that you think no one can sit here and like explicitly say what love is or what yeah. Peter's looking that's for true. and... So for, I think Hannah Ann gave a very honest answer that, you know, she's had connections and relationships with people, but for Peter to put her on the spot and say, are you, have you experienced what I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was fair because she is so much younger than him. And I think about like where I was at 22 years old and what is he, 27? Mm -hmm. I'm not 27 yet, but like, that's a lot of life to live. And just from, I'm 26, like 22 <laughs> to so 26. <laughs> I'm a completely different person with so many more experiences along the way. Sure. And I just thought that like he needed, and maybe he has asked other women that, who knows, but I cannot believe that the 22 year old was the one that he was grilling about. Have you ever been in love? No, but of course she, she hasn't been I in love. She, I mean, she, she handled herself. She's always very poised. I got to give it up for Hannah. She's Ann. confident. Yeah. She can handle herself. And she showed, I thought like a lot of self-awareness that we've, we've seen from very different women in very different contexts where mm -hmm. like either in response to drama or in response to questions from Peter, they come back with like very, like they're very self-aware of the drama that either they're creating or that they're potentially in. Where I think, you know, to the sort of idea of puppy love, the fact that she at 23 was able to say like, no, like that wasn't love or like that it's not the kind of love that I'm ultimately looking for mm -hmm. is, I don't know, I speaks more to her credit than having her say yes, absolutely, and cite, a high school relationship for sure i and also i feel like her one-on-one -on -one date and victoria f it's like nine like oh nine dude day. night and day victoria yeah. Yeah, right. has night no day. idea what she wants she has no idea what she's doing she doesn't yet, even know how to speak in sentences and yet you nope. have hannah that's just like crushing it yeah she even knows, she knows I, what she wants she's mm -hmm. even young and she just going for it and i think back to like the first couple episodes when she would pull peter aside and everyone like kind of labeled her the villain i was like she's not the villain she knows what she wants yeah, yeah. and she knows how to play the game and i have a, i think she's very mature for her age absolutely I agree. kudos to her for being like realistic about her situation we like you we yes do. definitely we've been team hannah ann since the jump i feel like yeah. yeah justice for hannah ann yeah we love her um all right but on to the group date Right? Can you remember <laughs> these episodes, man? Like they're, they're so long. It's, it's so been a like, long week. This has been a long week. Episode number two, hour five hours of The Bachelor. The group day they're doing. They're going to a telenovela. Set. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and they all get telenovela archetypes or soap opera archetypes right. that they're mm -hmm. going to dress up as. And it seems like the script is a little bit to play scenes, but also they get to improvise or something like that. <laughs> they get to act. Um, it was an English telenovela, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I translated <laughs> telenovela. Um, there were some some fun pairings. We had uh, McKenna given the maid role, which immediately got under your skin. And I, I had to think, like, how much yeah, fun sure. did the producers have assigning things and thinking, like, What's a good pairing, and what's the pairing that's most gonna like get in someone's head? I know she she didn't get in her head easy, and you know you saw Kelly. Kelly was the grandma and was having so much fun being the mm -hmm. Ruella. Mm -hmm. uh, that was hilarious, you know. You just gotta make you gotta make fun of what you're doing. How old is Kelly? I keep twenty seven. She's giving yeah, Kelly she's a couple extra years she's here. I think Kelly at 27 versus like playing the old lady and like having a fun time with it is the difference between like McKenna being 22 or 
whatever yeah. she is and being upset with her character. Much like, like, just have fun with it. Like, Peter doesn't... You're a maid. You could be, yeah. you could be a, yeah. a hot, hot maid. maid. Yeah, like... stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sexy French maids. Yeah, like, lean into it. And I was so charmed by Kelly just, like, being goofy and leaning into it. And McKenna was, like, crying in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of tears from her this episode. Chi-Town, we represent. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, uh, You know, Kelly's a bit... She might be my favorite. So She's, You didn't like her. I didn't think that she cheated. And I still don't like that oh, she cheated. Yeah. She didn't cheat. But this she season cheated. is telling us, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That exactly. is the theme. I refuse. I live my life with integrity. I mean, so do we, but She's we, an attorney. <sighs> she lives by the law. <laughs> That's true. What right? Not bode well for her practice. I mean, I don't know. Right? That's their job? They get around the what law. You, oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, if you guys had to dress up as a character, who would you be? Or who do you think the producers would give you? You first. Oh, I was hoping for time to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we had we had a nurse. We had the old lady. We, we had the maid. Yeah. I don't remember any of the others. Um, there was the neighbor next door, like the hot the neighbor, neighbor next, next door. door. Oh, yeah. There was one where Chris Harrison came in as his dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love when Chris makes little cameos in the episode because he just like appears and collects his paycheck with like 10 seconds of work, which I think is shout out Chris. Like you figured out like the dream job. We were talking about this earlier this week. Like I am like very invested in a potential spinoff. That's just what Chris Harrison does when the bachelor people are bacheloring up. Like what What does he do? I don't know. I feel like it'd be a little bit big brothery where it's mostly just footage of him reading a book, but I would still watch (laughs) I think I would I would love a behind the scenes episode of The Bachelor. Maybe mm. like if they ever decide to do a last season. He's not around in behind the scenes. What does well, he do? Us, like, but that's what we're saying. Like, what does he do? I don't even think he's involved with I the producer know. side of things. I, no, I think he helps produce a little bit. Do they just like page him, calling Chris Harrison, and he's like, "Ladies, seen his name's on the cre- his name on the credits." As yeah, like producer. So I'm like, but oh, maybe not. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know. When we were there, we you see him as much as. We did. He wasn't there just hanging out with us, shooting the shit. He was just in and out. Dream job. Chris Harrison, dude. He did it right. Okay, what's your answer, Shay? Um, What character would you be? Let's stay focused. Evil twin. Oh, I love that. Because then I could mostly dress and be how I am, but I could have a lot of fun with the personality. I like that. Okay. I think I would have actually (laughs) been like the, the uncle. Okay. <laughs> Let's dive into this a little more. Tia, Why the uncle? I don't what, know. What Everyone's just do? got a funny uncle story. Okay. Like people just have funny uncles. Some uncles are just a little perverted, this and that. I don't know. Like, Justin, <laughs> like I see the title, perverted uncle. Okay, noted. Lower third. Done. Anyways. I'm glad we had time to think on that answer and that's yeah, what, what you came you? up with. Dio Dustin. I feel like I would just be like old lady in a rocking chair, like mm-hmm. smoking, kind of watching the drama unfold and sure, like yeah. no lines. And no, no but jumping lines? in. I'm just there for like ambiance. No, 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 no. You jump in periodically with like an extremely sharp burn. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Do, Devastating. Do, yeah. Do any of you speak Spanish? No. None. No. Do you? <laughs> I know some words. I know some words. <laughs> I know some words. Wait, I can get by After Sydney okay. last like Okay, enlighten us. Eres mi vida, te amo con todo mi corazón. A little slower. Let's see if we can get this. Eres mi vida, te amo con todo my life. Mi corazón. I have no idea what that means. Is this like, my life in there? It's so my you life. are my life, oh. and I love you with all my heart. Oh, oh see, I basically adorable. translated that's that. Sweet. And I know curse words, but we won't Oh, do that's that. right. You got the good. <laughs> that's the first thing anybody learns in a foreign language. Curse words. Curse words, yeah. Yeah. They're easy. I mean, they stick. They do. But yeah. in school, I learned, like, bathroom and well, library, school, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. When it's like, you know, one person. Or you, I don't know. Never mind. This is <laughs> uh, this is not an important conversation. Love it. Group date. But then there's some drama yeah, after the group date. Because there's a cocktail party after every group date. Yeah. Right. Remind me, what happened again on the group date? It was the well, cocktail party. Not, <laughs> not the group date, but the cocktail party after mm-hmm. the group date. Where was the drama? There are two primary areas of action. One is Peter making out with Madison. Almost. Oh, yeah. Just... A continuous, there's not a break there. Yeah. Uh, and hearing the drama, they heard the drama. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tammy and McKenna. Yeah. 
So how does Tammy and McKenna start? Does anyone remember? I feel like I literally reached for the candy bowl and like <laughs> took a Reese's cup out and turned and they were like fighting. Like, yeah, they, well, I mean, they've had drama for a minute now, right? No. <laughs> Is this the first? Yeah, that's what's, at but least to me. Were they fighting in the group last time on Monday? No, that was Tammy and... Kelsey. Kelsey. I think McKenna and is... Sydney was in that mix. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, my God. That's they what get, was so surprising mm, about McKenna. I'm so confused. Oh, they had drama from... Why did they have drama? McKenna's on? just a wit's end. Like, the last two episodes, she's crying. She does. She feels like Peter doesn't know her. She, she knows she's on her last leg. And Tammy, I think, is fresh off. Like, she got a taste of that drama. And she's like, I'm going to ride this as long as I can. This is mm. kind of fun. Like, she's kind of been labeled as this, like, potster, like, tough guy. Mean girl. And they start kind of like going after each other. And McKenna, I think, is a sweetheart. I think she's beautiful. But she speaks in cliches. Like she speaks like a fashion blogger would speak. And she's just like, girl, I don't, I literally don't even have time for you right now. Like, no, I'm just like so done with this. And there's no substance to it. And Tammy's like jabbing with the knife, like ready to cut out her soul. And it was just a weird pairing. And I don't. Like, why, ladies? And Pete is downstairs making out with... Yeah, Tammy jumps on her because of that, because of, like, the feeling, like, her intentions. Oh, the hashtags. The hashtags Mm -hmm. and, like, your business and, like, you're not here for the right reasons. But as with all the drama we've seen this season, like, it quickly just the drama is the drama where it's not so much... It's like, I'm mad at you. And that is the drama as opposed to, like, I have a reason for my madness. Maybe just tensions are high. And hormones. Every, yeah. Hormones. And everyone just needs their cell phone so they can calm down. Oh, here is. I have a question. So when they're, when you're in these, like, trips and it's not a million people in a mansion, do you get your own hotel room? Like, when they were in Cleveland. No, you share a hotel room. You share a, Do you don't even get your own hotel room? Do you By get yourself? to decide no. who your roommate is? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Who okay. was your roommate? I had three. Um... First, they really bonded. We, oh, outside of the outside of the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like when so you were me, in Scotland. Me and Mike roomed the first night. Um, we left from there, went to Rhode Island, in one place. It was me, Peter, Garrett, and Devin in one hotel room. It was a big room. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pizza face. After that, it was me and Peter, I believe, in um, me and Peter in Scotland. Oh. And uh, after Scotland, it was me and Tyler and Lafia. Okay, I have a question. Who's the worst roommate you have? I was going to say, does anyone snore? <laughs> no one snores, but Tyler sleeps naked. So oh! he just... <laughs> I told this story once before. Like in Lafia, um, they're European rooms. So it's small. It's mm-hmm. tight. Small beds. And we Get have two weird, little like- beds are right next to each other. So it's almost like me and Tyler are sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> and long story short, he sleeps naked. And it's pretty much the first time I slept with a naked man next to me. What do you mean pretty much the first time? Because the beds were so close. And... It's like we were almost in one bed. How did you find out? Like, was he like, hey, man, like, is this cool? Or did he just, or were you, like, like put him in pajamas and he just never was yeah. going to sleep? And he's just, good night. <laughs> did he think that was normal or, like? I guess so. He I'm, sleeps. That's just how he does. Every, and ever since then, like. Were whenever, you guys close before that? Were you? We, like, I, mean, I know you're pals the, now, but, that's like. That's the closest we ever got. But, <laughs> But yeah, he was my guy from the, um, night one. We had a, we were in the same limo, um, but that's just the first time we roomed. And um, yeah, I don't know how to continue this podcast. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. Funny story. Well, this outside of Bachelor Nation, I went to New York to visit him, hang out, and um, uh, me and him pretty much slept on a. He didn't sleep naked this time. But we slept on a beanbag, pretty much in a bunk bed, and his roommate Matt was on top. In this small New York um, bedroom. It was, I don't know. Are what? you telling us that Tyler sleeps in a bunk bed? Used to. Used to. Used to, like. He was open about it, yeah. I'll tell you guys. He slept in a bunk bed. It humbled him, right? You gotta, like, work your way up. For sure, yeah. Right? Top Why bunk or bean? bottom bump? Bottom. Mm. Okay. <laughs> anyways, wow. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the bean bag. That might be the most jarring part of the story. He still got it, I think. Ooh, I hope wow. he still has it. Why? Just memories. Sentimental. <laughs> memories. 
Amazing. Wow. Okay. And that concludes the segment of roommate stories. Oh Tyler sleeps. Tyler, Tyler C. I can't even say it. Tyler C. sleeps naked. Say that five times fast. You and I just tried to and I failed slowly two times. <laughs> yeah. so. Tyler C. sleeps naked. Wait, was there another word in there? You gotta say it five times. Okay. Right? That's what you said? That's what I said. I just slid. It's fine. It was Tyler me. I can't C. Speak. Sleeps naked. Tyler C. Sleeps naked. Tyler C. Sleeps Shay's naked. Shay's cheating. Tyler That's C. not fast. Okay, what's faster than you, Ed? <laughs> Good control. All right, uh, next. Rhythm. All right, next year. Tammy McKenna, over your nonsense, Apparently over your I drama. One. There was only four. Um, the, uh, you want to talk about a little uh, Victoria F? Move on to that. Um, I don't. Oh, so I stay here. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Because was... there's a huge thing that happened to the group that we haven't talked about yet. Oh, okay. We, Keep me on track here. I think it was at least. Isn't that when he says goodbye to Dear Sweet Victoria P? Oh yeah. Yes, she's gone. Clearly, I don't. I wasn't upset. Very forgettable moment for me. <laughs> I wasn't upset about it. I mean, she had a strong first round, mm-hmm. first run, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And I get it through this whole situation. Girls don't get to sleep much. They're under high stress. You're too nice. Get to so it. So they could be dramatic and whatnot. But I can't stand when someone lies. Don't yes. lie. And she just, she lied. She lied. She's shady. That's she's shady. shady. She tried to play it like she's a sweet. And I don't even know why you had to lie about that necessarily. Like, it, it was like something Yeah. that wasn't even big enough to lie about. No, it was the dumbest lie she could have told. Dumbest. She lied about knowing Alea. Yeah. So anyways, anyways, I wasn't upset to see her go for those reasons. I wasn't either, but I do think it was telling the context in which she was sent home. Mm. Because she, I mean, this is the first time we've seen Peter turn someone down. Yes. But I mean, beyond like the inherent being turned out of not getting a rose like which is kind of a a passive aggressive turning down where it's like i'm saying no to you by not saying yes to you Mm -hmm. this was an active she they're alone together and she is kind of like laying out her heart and like really doubling down on this like i think you know if i see a future here i think you're like potentially the one blah 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 and he doesn't this hurt like if someone told me this he said i don't think I'm as invested in you as you are in me. Yeah. I was like, oh, Peter. Like this whole season, I think my frustration with him is that anyone he's with, he's like head over heels. He speaks in these like superlatives. Like this is the most amazing date. I've had the best time with you. And then out of nowhere, he's like, nah, I'm just not feeling it. I was like first Hannah Ann that caught me off guard. Now he's saying to poor Victoria P like, you definitely are way more into this. So, like, if you want to go, well, it's two, there's the door. There's two stages to this. You know, the beginning stage where you're having fun mm-hmm. and, like, you're just getting to know someone. And it's, again, we're expediting everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the beginning, you're just having fun and you're enjoying all these moments. But now we're on the, like, halftime. Like, yeah. second half to where you got to get to it. And also, I think there was just a couple moments where Victoria P was just, like, even like when he was trying, I think we talked about this. He was trying to talk to her. She's like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to oh, talk yeah, to you. Oh, yeah, the other week. Okay, we'll talk. No, I don't want to talk to you. Like, damn, like, just chill. Let's talk, you yeah. know? Don't be very dramatic like that. Yeah, and I think Peter's very receptive to conversation. Like, anytime the girls have called him on his, like, bullshit, he's been like, you know what? You guys are right. That's not fair to you. I'm sorry I did that. He's yeah. very receptive to, like, owning his mistakes. So when she's like, I don't want to talk to you, I'm like, you know this isn't going to be a conflict. Like, he's going to be very receptive and patient. So I think, it, like you said, it was very telling of her personality and kind of what he was dealing with. Bye, girl. Yep. Bye, she go. The one last, I feel like, worthy note of the group date cocktail party before we move on to the Victoria F. Tale of two Victorias here. Um, I just feel like we need to acknowledge that McKenna starts snitching. These women cannot stop snitching. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we like tweeted this out a couple days or yesterday, today, I don't know what day it was, but about Monday's night, like they clearly did not get the memo about the national no snitching policy. Like this is not what snitches get stitches. Exactly. And yet every week there's a new snitch and it rarely ends well for them, but we don't need to get to that yet, but we should acknowledge that at the group date, McKenna takes her time with Peter and she snitches Tammy out. 
Well, that's going to come back. After she, well, before she confronted Tammy and said, are you going to snitch on me? Are you going to tell on yes. me yeah. to Peter like you did with Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Then took her ass on to go snitch on her. Yeah, she was like, oh, that was... I don't like it. Like, Snitching I, like, inception. Like we said, like snitching is never good, but it's like one thing, okay, if you go to Peter and you're like just telling Peter, like expressing your feelings of how you're taking this process, maybe why you're getting into it with someone, that's different. If he asks you about it. True, but you can also like, I mean, if you're dating him, you can just be like, I'm having a hard time, like this and that. It's just, you know, getting in fights with this girl about <laughs> this and that, but it's whatever, but how, how are you doing, you know? I'm so reluctant to fight you on that because obviously you were on the show, but I just feel like you have such limited time with Peter. I don't care if I'm having the hardest time in my life. Like I'm trying to market myself. I'm trying to sell myself. I don't want to burden you with my drama. That's for after we're dating. Like that'll come later on. That's true. Um, here are my enemies. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there are no right or wrong answers. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think personally, like I can't stand when people complain. I agree. It's like when you get lunch with a friend and like you guys have been trying to like meet up for so long and they just complain. And they just complain. You're like, you just wasted the one hour. Well, everyone knows that person that just complains right. about everything. You're like, girl, this isn't a problem. Everything. <laughs> so there's a lot of that going on this season and I just want to shake them because all they do is complain about other women and complain they have no time with Peter. Pick a lane. Fix, Pick a lane. Get out of your own way. Mm-mm. This season hasn't been a good look for almost anyone. Like, there's a handful of people that I feel like are coming out clean mm-hmm. so far. I would probably group Hannah Ann in that. Like, they tried to give her a little bit of a villainous edit early, but they she's mostly yeah. mostly yeah. had her hands clean. Sneaking a peek at our list here, I would say Madison Super. is doing pretty well. Yep. Natasha. We love yep. Natasha. I need to stop saying we and speaking for you guys, but, no, but I just get so excited. No, I do like Natasha, and she's also, like, She's had a say in some things. When some things have gone down, she mm-hmm. set it straight and then got back in her lane. And she never spends her time, but she never brings that into her time with Peter, which is no. what I love. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can look at who's left and everyone Kelly, that... Kelly? Yeah. Team Kelly. Of the of the six that we have left, so Hannah Ann, Madison, well, a good amount of them that have Kelly, been like Kelsey, minding their business. Natasha, Victoria F. Yeah, only... But notice that, like the women that kind of mind their business and like live their truth, they're still in the house. Yeah. yeah, Kelsey and Victoria F. are the only ones that I think have really snitched. <laughs> um, and even Victoria F., I can't... Well, I don't know if Victoria F. is snitched. I don't know if she has, yeah. I, don't, I can't call Victoria F. a snitch. There's, yeah. Um, she's I got have the to check the, behind doors. Check the records. I like that she went to Alea directly last yes. in Cleveland and was like, you're fake. I don't have time for you. Like, figure well, it out. Well, also like, when Alea outed her Chase Rice situation. Yeah. She had the right, yeah, she had the right to get upset about that. Yeah. So really, Kelsey is the only snitch left standing. Kelsey's a lot. But we're getting ahead <laughs> of ourselves. Oh, yeah. Serious. Victoria F. I want to talk about her. Now's the time. Go okay. for it. It's all, all right. you. She gets a second chance. Okay. So well, the not whole, a second chance. Well, Go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. No, take it no, away. I'm ahead. fired up. You go ahead. You go ahead. You well, Victoria F. gets the um, one-on-one because Peter says, you know, last time we were cut short or it was interrupted. It wasn't a fair shot. It wasn't a fair shot because, you know, her ex was there or whatever. When I thought they had a great date. They had, like, the day. whole day together. They had, like, a concert. They had, like, a lot of time. Yeah. And so I thought it was really um, ridiculous for him to phrase it as we didn't get a fair shot. Yeah. Maybe the date didn't go as you had hoped, but I thought it was a fair shot at, but like, he, some time but, together. But he yeah. said, I think he just threw that out there, but he just wanted to see her again. Like, he, <laughs> he, like he said. excuses. He Don't said, ruin the magic. <laughs> no, but he said it. Yeah. Um, he said it on their date that night. Like, hey, you, do you know why? Yeah. I asked you. Like, he just wanted to see her again and wanted to make sure those feelings were valid for her, too. Yeah. Uh, they went on a date. They went horseback riding. Yeah. Pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like, a labor-intensive date. They started by, like, going under the horse as some kind of truck trust exercise. Have you guys ever seen that? Nope. I was lost. That was weird. Okay. Yeah. Also, that guy seemed a little weird, too. I said he looked, the one that looked like George Bush. George Bush, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was cute. He was charming. He was, like, authentic. Like, he, you mm. looked like he eat, slept, breathed, whatever ranch they were on. A big yeah. ass smile. Potentially yeah, also it. painted terrible watercolors of cats. Yes, I could see that. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so that's like a George Bush joke, but I was like, Shay, Shay, clue me in here. I'm like, you're losing me. Niche there. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Shay, Shay's references are always like so, so good. They're, they're wasted on my audience. So. I'll be sending some links to you. Thank after you. This. I can't. I'll educate myself. Um, yeah, so oh, they're yeah. like horseback riding, and my big qualm with Victoria F is that she's always complaining mm. and making shit up. I think. Wah, wah, wah. Like we go back to the runway. I'm scared. I'm not confident. She's the only person out on the runway in lingerie. Like, <laughs> co- girl, come on. She says, I'm scared of heights. Then they go up in the plane, like, and she's loving the plane. She's going on like these amusement park rides. Like so she a never. Quick sidebar. There was a somebody revealed like an Instagram post of her bungee jumping or something. That you was like. Are annoying. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, like I just again we talked about like the girls just being like open and transparent with Peter, and it's like nothing she says is true. I think everything is performative. She whines a lot, and I can't believe that Peter wanted to spend more time with her when everything. I just like I don't know. I I just can't do this. Like it takes her ten minutes to articulate any sentence, and I don't quite get it. It's very confusing, and also you could tell she's kind of holding something back. She not often had very good eye contact with Peter. Mm. She was always looking down like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. We're gonna have to I was going to say, tell me more. So if someone's <laughs> doing that, you're on a date with them and they're not looking at you, how are you interpreting that? I mean, that? I'm not a psych or anything or not. I don't know, but... But you're on a date. What's going through your head? No, they're not making eyes I mean, at you. I mean, something's going on in her head for sure. You're like, this isn't working. Yeah. You know, eye contact's everything when you're going on a date. And mm-hmm. yeah, you should look them in the eye. <laughs> uh, yeah like uh, really not a big thing to like you would expect that on a date like they want to look at you they want to engage in conversation yeah, and was she just being awkward and weird and moody yeah yeah and just not no eye contact I don't know that was not a good date you know when like little kids are like tired and they're just not making sense and they're crying for no reason and mm. they're like are you hungry no I don't know what I want and yeah she doesn't know what she wants right where you have like Hannah Ann out here who's very confident in what she wants yeah. and I don't know. I just thought the whole date with Victoria F was again like a repeat of last time. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to speak on it too. It's just... Yeah, I just couldn't understand what the strategy was, and maybe that's kind of taking a too cynical approach of assuming that everyone has a strategy. But it seemed like she was positioning herself to get sent home, and that like she was articulating to him that she was having doubts and she wasn't sure about it. Mm-hmm. She like physically and otherwise like wasn't really signaling that she was into him or anything like that in a way that seemed like what is what is your end game here because even I think other women we've seen if they've gone through doubts they've expressed it in ways that has also sort of still spoken to like but I really want to see this through and I'm really into you I just don't know about this or I'm really into you but like I'm getting wrapped up in this drama or like I'm really into you and whatever else it is and hers just seemed like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Call my bluff. <laughs> and I don't think she knows what her game plan is. I think she yeah. wasn't even expecting to probably go on this far, honestly. Um, I think, we, did you guys talk about this last episode, the whole stuff with like her Cosmo shoot? Uh, oh, yeah, a like little the bit. Cover. Yeah, 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 about why they went later on there. Yeah, and I just think that like, she sounds like a can of worms I wouldn't want to open if I was Peter. And like, obviously he only knows so much on the show. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I hope that maybe she can kind of like redeem herself here because we haven't seen her personality. Yeah. We've just seen her whine and obviously Peter thinks something's there. So I really hope these next couple episodes we see her as like a grown ass woman, yeah. like that confidence that she pretends she doesn't have. That's what I want to see come out because it's clearly yeah. there. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Like you have to have something there that Peter sees. I want to see it as someone watching the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting impatient. So. All right. Moving swiftly along. She gets a rose. To sort of, of course, check yeah. boxes here. <laughs> she gets a rose because Peter is uh, easy with the roses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's time for this is again. You have to educate us as the um, less experienced bachelor people. Is the two on one date that's really just like a pre cocktail party cocktail party normal, or is that kind of a convenience thing here? I have no idea, honestly. Because okay. I like <laughs> gut feeling something in the back of my head that I don't know where the knowledge is coming from. Thought that the two-on-one dates were like full-on dates, like they would like the horseback riding thing, where it's like it's usually an activity and only one person comes away with a rose. So f- from what people took, like again, 
this is my first time outside of being on the show and watching it. Yeah, we're all in this together. That <laughs> season of me being on there was the first time I watched it. But from what people have told me, it's normally when you do like a two-on-one date or something around that or three-on-one, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's normally the people that are fighting. So it's a, a duel out, so to say. So they always Bachelor put the, duel. Yeah, they always put the people, so to say, that are, you know, trying to hash it out. So... I don't know, and I don't know if they normally do that before the cocktail party. I don't know if that was something new or not. I just don't um, know. Interesting. But it was interesting. Yeah, and any it seemed very direct. Like the subtext was clear yeah. that it was Tammy and it was McKenna. They would be on a two-on-one date where they would meet with Peter before the cocktail party. The implication that only one of them would be attending <laughs> the cocktail party was strong. Yeah, yeah we knew it was coming. I was surprised that he kept McKenna, though, for the time yeah. being. Sorry well, if that was a spoiler. Yeah. Spoiled it. <laughs> Probably for the dramatic sorry. tension of our podcast. Yes. Sorry. Um, sorry, I ruined it. Um, yeah, I just think that, like, Tammy, I don't know, McKenna, again, she's young. She seems like she's got a lot of tears going on. And I don't know, I like I kind of like Tammy. She was entertaining to me. She lost me this episode. She, she was harsh. Yeah. The first couple episodes, she was amusing. She... I think filled a similar um, niche that Kelly and Tasha often do of being the voice of reason and sort of the voice of the audience where mm-hmm. it's like she was saying the things that we all wanted to say. Um, and then this episode felt like she, you know, fell into that void of drama and just lost herself in it. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm out. You're out. Yeah. So you're glad she's gone. I'm so tired of the drama. I'm glad they're both gone. I'm just... Oh, spoilers. Yeah. I'm ready to... I, I don't... Whoops. Oh, sorry. Burn, 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 burn. Well, well, That's it. Well. You can leave. You don't need to listen to the rest Honestly, of Honestly, no, I wish Peter would have just sent them both home right then and there. Like, you both got to go. Yeah, I know he yeah. decided to drag it out and make poor McKenna suffer till the end. Or give her false hope. That was hilarious. Yeah. So he chats to them individually, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then brings them back together and uses his... I mean, I guess the show's semi also iconic line of rejection which is can i walk you out which maybe we'll have to do like a second podcast that is on friday <laughs> since like can i walk you out can i walk like you the out beginning of the week we'll have can i steal you for a second and then yeah. we'll have can i walk you out um did you think that was like kind of manipulative of peter to keep mckenna for i don't know if it, 10 minutes hour. or yeah. half hour whatever it was i mean i'm sure it was a couple of hours honestly i mean what you see there does that make it better Maybe he didn't know mm. who he was. It's his dis- he might not. He might not know. <laughs> he might have been conflicted. Yeah, he's trying to find his wife. So it might be like a last-minute decision who he knows he's going to send home or not. So, I mean, that's fair that he knows that he he wants he likes McKenna more than he likes Tammy, for lack of a better way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. But then once you throw McKenna back into the pool of seven or eight, yeah, comparatively, yeah. So That's I think fair. I think it might be a thing where the edit looks harsh to us, where it's like, why didn't you just rip the Band-Aid off? Yeah. Because um, then we wouldn't get those great shots of McKenna crying and her inspirational speech at the end of the episode. A reaction MVP. Oh, my God. It's been, it was this big. episode was big for her. Yeah. Like, her whole episode was just, like, inspirational. She was, like, talking about herself in the... It wasn't... I didn't think it was inspirational, but I think <laughs> she thought she was being inspirational. She was talking about herself in, like, the third person. Oh, and she, she gave the Instagram caption yeah, speech? Yeah, she's, like, whatever fashion Instagram blog life that she lives... You know, like, the people that show up on your feed, and they're, like, on a beach every day for some reason. The captions are, like, four paragraphs about, like choosing your destiny and like believing in yourself and one paragraph is just hashtags yeah and like add and this post was sponsored by something that has nothing whatever we can go down that path but she was like going down this road of like weird inspirational quotes at the end of the episode as she's sobbing and i was like girl gotta go like Mm -mm -mm. cut the camera let don't let her embarrass herself like that so uh yeah it's kind of like happy she was gone not happy that's not fair but like i didn't think it was a good fit for peter because i know peter so well but <laughs> yeah, that's fair to say. Right? Yeah, I didn't think it was the one. Yeah. So the cocktail party continues. It continues. Yeah. The only thing I really remember from it is that he and Natasha had some quality time because, as we know, I'm huge fan of Natasha. Um, yeah, you know, I was, I was actually, I guess we haven't really. 
Natasha got a little bit of time with Peter. Yeah. But you know, last or Monday, you know, Peter had a one-on-one with Sydney. So I was really surprised that Natasha stayed over Sydney. Right. So we should, I guess, stop sort of skirting around it and get to the get to the roses. So the one, the women that got oh, roses. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm the worst. Okay. Yeah, let's get <laughs> to it. Let's get to it. We're losing steam. Yeah, we might. We just gotta, you know, the final do six. Peter didn't rip drum the bandaid off. We've got that was the end of my drum roll. Wasn't great. Once more with feeling. Hannah Ann, Kelly, Kelsey, Madison, Natasha, and Victoria P. Which means. F. Pardon? Yeah, Victoria F. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Victoria it's F. okay. Which means Victoria Forever. P. left this episode, but previously. Tammy left this episode, but previously. Sydney did not get a rose. McKenna did not get a rose. And I think those were the two that the rose ceremony sent home. Cool. As opposed to other elements of the episode sending home. Um, so, yeah, to your point, like, I was genuinely shocked that Sydney was gone. Yeah, the best kisser, right? Right? Which, how bad must have... Oh, sorry, that was going to get too mean. I was going to say, how bad must have everything else been if he's sending home the best kisser, but that's undue criticism, I feel. Yeah, that's yeah. not fair. I, I'm not going to project. <laughs> I think it's a got too harsh, six, too fast. <laughs> yeah, like, as we kind of, like, wrap up here, I think that's, like, a good six heading into, like, the meat of the season. I feel like I finally have stopped asking who is that on the screen. Oh, like, yeah, I know We them. know these pe- women, like, we know their personalities. And I think it's, like, a good group of options for Peter as he really starts to connect with all of them. Yeah. Um, you want to do some superlatives? I do. Um, all right. So, best use of time with Peter. Best use of time with Peter. It's going to go with, um, I'm going to say Hannah. Easy money. Easy Hannah, money. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, for sure. If we haven't hyped her up enough this episode, I think she just like knows how to utilize her time and like advertise herself and mm-hmm. make sure that she doesn't bring that drama into her time with Peter. And she seems to be one of the few women that actually knows how to do this on that show. Like She keeps the drama at the door, and she has her agenda, and she's sticking to it. Yeah. And I feel like... Peter seemed a little on the fence about her, but the fact that she sort of got the rose and is mm-hmm. carrying on and handled herself so well, I feel good about it. I think it was good use. Um, all right, worst use of time with Peter. I'm going to say Victoria F. She messed up that date. I would say Hard. so, too. Are we, are, we, are we speaking of the people that are still here? Of the people or on the, the episode. Whole episode? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with Victoria F., but also... I'm going to have to say Tammy and McKenna. Like, they spent their times arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Wah, wah, wah. Always a bad use of time. Yeah. Never a good idea. All right. Best response to the drama. I feel like Kelsey kind of, like, the last couple episodes was, like, queen of the tears, like, crying over nothing, always found herself in the drama, and I think... This episode, she kind of, like, removed herself from the situation. I think she realized maybe, like, clock's ticking. People are labeling you as a crier. Mm-hmm. I think she, like, kept it in check a little bit this episode. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to say Madison. Oh. Because Peter and Madison were kissing, mm. and they could hear the other girls fighting. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, they're fighting. And he's like, what? She's like, don't worry about it. Like, kiss, <laughs> no. kiss me some more. Kiss me some more. <laughs> so that's how you take care of that other drama. Excellent strategy. I think I would have to go with Kelsey, though, mostly because I think she's shaping up to be, I don't know if it's the best use, but perhaps the most impressive response to the drama, and that she's proven herself. This is the second time that she has, like, finessed her way out of being the center of the drama to get the person that she was feuding with off the show. And that's just impressive. Like, that's all I've got to say there. <laughs> she's done well. She knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I really want to do hot seat. Can we do hot seat? Yeah. What is hot seat? So we have six women left, right? Kelly, Kelsey, Natasha, Hannah Ann, Madison, and Victoria F. If you had to guess the next woman to not get a rose, who do you think is kind of like toying that is on the hot seat is going to go? next it's hard to say i wouldn't say victoria f but i mean peter really likes her you could tell but yeah she's not giving it they're going victoria f i say victoria f shay how about you 
I think I have to go Kelly. I think she ultimately isn't bringing enough energy for Peter. That she her her mellow and you know honest to a fault or realistic to a fault okay. approach is gonna get her sent home. That's so interesting. I'm like very charmed by that. I love it too, but I don't think he does. <laughs> interesting. I was gonna say Natasha. Yeah. I think that as much as I love Natasha and like her honest like call him on his nonsense energy, I think um, Peter is a little like soft and sweet, and she seems a little gritty, and I don't think that. Um, it's a little too much yin and yang. Okay. So that's my my guess is Natasha. Mm-hmm. Um, any other superlatives on your end, Shay? I don't. I think that's all I've got. All right. Well, I'm excited. Is it one episode next week? Five hours of The Bachelor was a lot. Pray for one episode. Bachelor. It was a lot of Bachelor. Um, but I'm excited for next week. I'm excited to finally have it chiseled down to a good next week then we have hometowns after that i believe right? i cannot believe i think so yeah I so talk us right. a quick thoughts like what we have we'll have next week and then we'll go how many is hometowns four people four. four people so we'll go from six to four next week and then hometowns and then it's that's it then three is fantasy three. suites so it's it's yeah. next week hometowns fantasy suites proposals i think so <laughs> Yeah, I have Woo. to say, when I watched Hannah Brown's season last year, we went to a bar for the finale. And again, I must have been living under a rock. We went to two different bars, and they were crowded. They're like, do you have a reservation? I'm like, ma'am, this is a dive bar. Like, do you even <laughs> take reservations? We made it to a third bar where they had, like, rose petals out. The entire menu was, like, catered to The Bachelor. Like, I did not realize how seriously people take this. So yeah. maybe we should get a rest. We, maybe we should go to a bar, a restaurant for the final. Uh, and then maybe if anyone's listening, in. you have a bar, restaurant, you want to uh, tweet us, email yeah. us, batch, B A C H, at fansided.com. Maybe we could bring a fan to come. Ayo, love Bye. it. Good energy. So we're excited. The season's really starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Can I Steal You for a Second for Ashley, Dustin, and Shay <laughs> hey. in my shot. Um, we're really excited to I be back all talking all things Bachelor. We hope you guys um, give us a listen, subscribe, throw us a like, throw us five stars, um, follow us on Twitter, all the nice things that you'd want someone to do for your podcast. We appreciate those things, and we hope you listen next week. All right. Bye.